With us today is Newt Gingrich, the former Speaker of the House, one smart guy, a historian, loves America. Good morning, Mr. Speaker. How are you today? I'm doing great, and it's a great weekend. Tell me, uh, there's so many problems in the world. Uh, there's a new uh, China, Russia are starting a new empire uh, to compete with the Western, uh, Western, um, uh, the, the West. Uh, tell us, where, where the heck are we going? Well, I think that uh, we have to have a wake-up, and that'll be one of the key things to debate in 2024 between those who think it's okay for America to get weaker and weaker and weaker and those who believe that we have to get back to being the leading country and to, uh, being capable of, uh, whether it's in our education system or our manufacturing system or in our defense system. Um, and today we have a weak leadership which has the wrong ideas uh, and which seems to be relatively happy to see America decay and decline while our enemies get stronger. It, it's so sad what's going on. We have so many problems. Uh, our borders, uh, a lot of drugs coming through our borders, people coming through our borders. Um, what do you feel uh, is going on? Why are we having so many problems? It seems like uh, the Saudi Arabians have now uh, aligned themselves with China. They hate President Biden for for some reason. Brazil has aligned themselves with Saudi Arabia and China. Uh, I mean, it's it's just getting out of control. And well, what's when, a, you have a, when you have a very weak president who doesn't understand that we have real enemies and doesn't understand the requirements of real strength, uh, and the world begins to realize uh, that the United States is very unreliable. That's one of the great costs of the Afghanistan withdrawal, the way it was done, the chaos that was involved, uh, and then the confusion about uh, Ukraine, where you had the American chief of staff say uh, the Russians would be in Kiev in three days. And, of course, a year later, they're still not in Kiev. But people watch all this, and they think, you know, uh, the great America that was competent and powerful and capable uh, doesn't exist, and uh, I better make a due deal because I can no longer rely on the Americans. And that's what's going on. So what is the next step? Do uh, you feel uh, Joe Biden will be renominated again, or do you, you feel that it's going to go to somebody else in the Democratic Party? Well, I think he renominated. Incumbent presidents have enormous power. Uh, Jimmy Carter beat Teddy Kennedy. Gerald Ford beat Ronald Reagan. Uh, it's very tough to take out an incumbent president inside his own party. Uh, and, uh, you know, you, you don't know this far out whether or not Biden will feel healthy enough or what's going on. Um, but I think that, you know, my, my working assumption is that, that whoever runs, whether it's Biden or somebody else, they're going to have to carry the burden of four years of bad government, bad economy, uh, open borders, <clears throat> weakness around the world, rising crime rates, I mean, all the different things that you and I know are going on. And that's all going to be uh, causing them enormous problems. Uh, right now, on the Republican end, it looks like uh, President Trump is in the lead, uh, but uh, there's a lot of questions in the uh, Republican Party uh, whether uh, uh, he could win. Uh, he could win the primary, but can he win 
uh, the the main election. Well, and that's one of the things that Trump has to, I think, uh, convince people of. I think right now he's clearly the front runner for the nomination, uh, and they've got to be thinking through what's the nature of the majority he's going to try to create in the general election. Uh, but I think uh, you can't rule out uh, DeSantis. And I think, frankly, that uh, Glenn Youngkin has a very attractive uh, record in Virginia and, and uh, is, is somebody who uh, will probably come under some consideration. And, of course, you just had Tim Scott announce and you've had Nikki Haley announce. And they're going to be, a, you know, I think there may well be 10 or 12 candidates before this is over. Yes, uh, Rona uh, McDaniel uh, has said that they're starting the debates, the Republican debates in, in Milwaukee in August. Uh, and uh, I, I guess things could sort themselves out by then. Yeah, I mean, we'll have a better sense of who the candidates are. But I think, you, you know, this is going to be a year when there are a lot of things up in the air and then we'll have to wait and see how it sorts itself out. I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not convinced that we are. Uh, that it's clear yet. Remember, Donald Trump did not even come down the escalator until June of 2015. Now, that's two months from now. Uh, so many things can happen between now and the nomination, and a lot more can happen between now and the general election. Understood. Um, give me, uh, you know, we have about a minute or two left uh, on, on this Sunday morning. What else would you like to tell the American people? Well, I, I think the, the report that New York City is going to be spending $38,000 per child should lead every New Yorker to ask, what are they getting for the money? I mean, that means that a classroom of 20 kids has $760,000, and they're not getting $760,000 worth of education. And the system really has to be overhauled. I mean, if you, if you take the Catholic schools and the Jewish schools and the charter schools and you compare their costs and how effective they are at education. And then you look at what's going on uh, in the New York City schools, you really have to wonder, uh, other than the teachers' union being happy at, at getting that much money out of the taxpayer, you know, what, what, what are the people of New York getting for $38,000 per child? It's a big concern because our school kids are falling further behind the world as far as education. And, uh, uh, I guess that's going to be one big thing that people have to decide uh, in uh, 2024. That's right. It's, it's, it's uh, a lot. A lot of states have started that process because of the power of the teachers' union. New York is behind those states, uh, but I think even in New York, you're going to start seeing people pop up that say, "I want you know, I want the money to follow the child, not the system, and I want I want results for that kind of money." Well. Mr. Speaker, thank you so much for loving America. Thank you so much for speaking out for America. And thank you for coming on this Sunday morning. And we pray for our country. And and uh, whatever we can do, let's do it uh, and uh, make sure our country survives. I couldn't agree more. Have a great day. Thank you day. so much. You too.